forming an entity does not protect your trademark. On this episode of... It's the Keith Law PLLC Podcast, and I'm Jason Keith, attorney in Houston, Texas. Keith Law is a Texas-based law firm that helps businesses protect and enhance their competitive advantages by assisting with trademark issues and identifying and protecting trade secrets. The firm's goal is to help businesses prevent and address business problems, and I hope this podcast will do the same. This is the situation that prompted this episode. I often hear business owners say that they would eventually like to register their trademarks, but that they're already protected because they have a filing entity or assumed name registered with the Texas Secretary of State. This is not true. Filing articles of incorporation, a certificate of formation, an assumed name certificate, or a DBA doing business as, does not give you any rights to use a name in commerce. Even though I touched on this topic briefly in the middle of episode one of the Keith Law PLLC podcast, I think it deserves more focus because it's such a common misconception. First, what about filing a formation document? Filing a formation document, that's a document that forms a filing entity such as a corporation or an LLC. Filing that with the Secretary of State to create the entity with a given legal name only prevents the Secretary of State from authorizing the formation of another entity that the Secretary of State determines is not distinguishable from yours. So if the names are too similar, it would prevent the other entity from being formed by the Secretary of State or being authorized by the Secretary of State. Simply filing a formation document with a legal name does not authorize you to use the legal name in violation of someone else's rights to the name. It does not prevent someone else from using that name in Texas commerce. It does not prevent the Secretary of State or the county clerk from filing the same name as an assumed name, and it does not prevent the Secretary of State from registering a mark that is the same as or similar to that legal name. What that last part means is, because businesses are able to apply to register their trademark with the Texas Secretary of State for a state trademark registration, the fact that you or someone else has an entity with that name will not prevent the Secretary of State from registering a trademark with that same name by somebody else. Similarly, filing an assumed name certificate or DBA doing business as with the Secretary of State or a county clerk only records information about the underlying business, in this case, your business, if you filed these documents. Simply filing the assumed name certificate or DBA does not authorize you to use the name in violation of someone else's rights to the name. It does not prevent anyone else from using the name in Texas commerce, so other people can use that name in business in Texas. Filing an assumed name certificate does not prevent the Secretary of State from filing a new entity with the name as its legal name. And it does not prevent the Secretary of State or a county clerk from filing the same name as an assumed name. It doesn't even prevent the Secretary of State from registering a trademark that is the same as or similar to that assumed name. You might be asking yourself, so how do I get trademark rights? The answer is through use. You acquire common law ownership rights to a mark simply by using the mark in commerce in connection with the relevant goods or services. 
You do not have to register your mark to acquire common law rights to it. Whoever is the first to start using the mark in connection with certain goods or services has superior common law rights to the mark in the geographic area where it's used, so long as they continue using it in that area in connection with those goods or services. If, after you started using your mark, someone else manages to register the same or similar mark in connection with the same types of goods or services that you provide, they don't have a right to stop you from using your mark in the geographic area where you used it prior to their registration, so long as you keep using it there. But registering your mark with the Texas Secretary of State does provide value beyond the common law rights of an unregistered mark. State registration puts the rest of Texas on notice that you claim ownership of the mark in Texas commerce in connection with the relevant goods or services, and a Texas Secretary of State-issued Certificate of Trademark Registration is presumptive proof of the following three things. It's presumptive proof of the validity of the registration, it's presumptive proof of the registrant's ownership of the mark, and it's presumptive proof of the registrant's exclusive right to use that mark in Texas in connection with the relevant goods or services. And Texas statutes provide a civil cause of action for infringing on a registered mark, and Texas statutes make it a crime to counterfeit registered marks. But you should know if you use your mark in interstate commerce, that means business between states, and it's easier to qualify for that than you might think, you can apply to register it with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, the USPTO, which generally provides more extensive trademark rights and protections than a state registration. Among other things, registering a mark with the USPTO puts the rest of the country on notice that you claim ownership of the mark and creates a legal presumption that you have the exclusive right to use the mark nationwide in connection with the relevant goods or services. And wrapping up this quick episode, even though there are important reasons to form a filing entity such as an LLC or corporation for conducting business in Texas, which you can learn more about from an earlier Keith Law PLLC podcast episode, trademark protection is not one of those reasons. Use of your mark in commerce, that means doing business in connection with the mark so that your customers encounter the mark in connection with the goods or services you provide, is the foundational basis of protecting your trademark. Without registering your marks, you only get what's called common law protection, which is weaker than the statutory protections provided by registering them with the USPTO or the Texas Secretary of State. When you're deciding where to register your marks, if you have the option to register with the USPTO and you're deciding between registering with the USPTO or the Texas Secretary of State, it makes sense to register with the USPTO. But there are some situations where you may not qualify to do so. If that's the situation, registering with the Texas Secretary of State still provides more protection than relying on your common law rights alone. The most important thing to take away from this episode is the mere fact of filing something with the Texas Secretary of State, such as an assumed name certificate or formation documents forming an entity, on their own, those actions are not enough to protect your trademarks. If you'd like more information or have any questions, please check the show notes that will provide you links to more information and to ask me your questions. As always, I want to leave you with the encouragement to protect your business's property 
not just the physical property, but its intellectual property as well. Disclaimer, this audio is for informational purposes only and should not be misinterpreted as legal or other professional advice. If you have a legal question, you should consult with an attorney in your jurisdiction. This is Jason Keith thanking you for listening to the Keith Law PLLC podcast.